So my name is Amber, and I'm sitting here with Jonathan Cummins, musician, record producer, and until recently, music columnist for the Montreal Mirror with the column Punk Rockasaurus Rex. Am I pronouncing that properly? Punkus Rockus Rex. Punk Punkus Rockus Rex. Okay, cool. Um, which is a music column that sort of described the Montreal music scene and what was coming up and what just happened. And well, I mean, would you be able to describe the column to us? Um, yeah, it was kind of uh, it was more from a, a personal. I wrote about bands that I liked, and I wrote about uh, specific genres that I I liked. So. It didn't really touch upon, but but I like a ton of different genres. But uh, there, I would be reminded on a weekly basis from angry emails that I wasn't covering much indie rock, <laughs> which I guess it it was it could be all considered indie rock. But I guess there's a specific uh, idea people have when they say indie rock. So I didn't cover most of that anything mamby pamby i didn't really wasn't really my bag well i didn't feel that i had to do it okay really like cover everything would be impossible yeah i mean that that was covered in quite a a lot of other ways within the paper's pages exactly yeah and it was like it it, i mean a lot of indie rock and a lot of popular things that would play to over 500 people I would usually I didn't like that kind of stuff, but uh, so I would steer away for that, and it got coverage through features. Yeah, and so the genre focus that you had, or or that you ended you tended towards personally, was more on the rock spectrum of things. And experimental music and noise. Yeah, Um, and so there's some jazz. Yeah, and I, I did I did a lot of experiment, like more free jazz kind of stuff. But again, that's just a reflection of what I like to listen to and the kind of shows I like to go to. So yeah, I mean, so after a while, if it was people started to kind of clue in on that beat, it was stuff that wasn't in the features usually, and uh, people would know to look to the calm if they were into that you know specific kind of music mm-hmm. i like very much that it was a column and that it was definitely a personal perspective and a first person view it seemed like a little less it didn't seem we like had the, yeah we had the listings like you know yeah. to, to uh but yeah it was that was the only way i i mean because i think the column lasted for six years and i think that was the only way i would have wanted to do it and thank god the editors, uh, going back when the column started, uh, Rupert Bottenberg, um, Alistair Sutherland, and, and recently Lorraine Carpenter, they gave me carte blanche. Like, they just trusted me in, in the thing. And I mean, I do go to shows all the time, so maybe that was why they were just like, they never told me who to write about. Um, they were really supportive of the column, and it, I was like super lucky to be given that chance. So the, the the feeling, the vibe on the staff at the Montreal Mirror, you, it was one that was, it sounds like really supportive, and that sort of thing. Was it was it a bit of a community there? Was there? Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I mean, a community. I mean, I think everybody was really supportive of each other. As far as like, I thought. Lorraine Carpenter and Rupert Bottenberg, who I dealt with directly, were very well-rounded editors. And maybe musically, we don't see eye to eye, but um, they trusted all of their writers, like mm-hmm. be it the jazz beat or or whatever anybody's beat was, they completely trusted them. Like, really, we should yeah. do this band? I've never heard of them. And I'm like, if you go, yeah, we should be doing this band because yada, 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 people want to know. And that, that, that was... Oh, there's my phone. It's all right. Sorry about that. 
It's about my rehearsal. You can edit that out, I guess. I think so, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so anyway, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I I I was really lucky because I've worked for I've worked for a, lo- a bunch of other magazines, and you know, I mean, the editors didn't know who I was. I was writing for international magazines occasionally, not very often, but but I have worked with other editors. And beyond that, I mean, I think if you talk to or when you will be talking to anybody at the Mirror, I mean, the amount of respect everybody has for Alistair Sutherland is is massive. Um, I mean, he was the guy who was really dealing with the headaches. And, I mean, Quebec Corps hate Alistair Sutherland's guts. Mm-hmm. Like, really, I mean, I don't think it's, it's the fact is lost that the day they decided to fold the paper was the day that he takes his annual vacation, that very day. I mean, that, you know, speaks volumes right there. Right. I mean, he was constantly trying to keep the edge to the mirror. I mean, especially the past year and a half when the magazine started slimming down um, because in in the magazine business, there's this thing copied ad ratio and they have to, it always has to be kept up. So if the ad starts slipping, then the copy has to start slipping and then freelancers start losing work essentially, which was my case. I mean, definitely in the past year and a half, my paychecks were just dwindling. Right. Does that, does that mean that you felt that the decline of the paper was coming or that did you have, did you have any idea? I think, I think we, yeah, I think we all, we were all waiting for the other shoe to drop. Certainly when um, our went down, as, as you know, I mean, it was a hollow victory really because it, it was our competition, but at the same time, it was a, a pretty, a, a big wake up call. Um, certainly we saw that, but I mean, there was such, there were so many solutions to how, like, I, I think if, if anybody goes to the MontrealMirror.com page, they're redirected to a canoe page, and there is, a, a, I guess, some sort of service announcement or, or something that they put up there, which was done by a member of Quebec Corps, despite the fact it said it was signed by the editors. None of the editors wrote that. Um, that said, due to the digital age, print media is uh, blah, blah, blah. Quebec course started three new titles in Ontario that same week of newsprint titles. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think it was advertising dollars or do you think like that it, we're missing or do you think it was the, do you think the internet think, had anything to do with it? I, I think, no, I think it is a, an inadequate ad department um, that started the minute they started, the downfall began. And... Um, I guess it's safe to say now this was a major concern of Alistair's, which he brought up on a weekly basis to Quebec Corps. Um, these people lived in the South Shore. They were not part of any community, uh, which is essential for every single person at a paper, at a, a weekly alternative paper. Um, if you're not going out to bars or knowing people who own locally local businesses, Etc. Etc. Or if you're not even reflecting the copy, if you're not even reading the paper, to be honest, because they, I mean, I'm not turning this into a linguistic issue, but from what I've been told is they were not bilingual; it was unilingual. And for you not to to know what the anglophone culture is even like, or even care to know, in Montreal is going to really hurt you. And if you're going to just go in from work 
into from the south shore and merely pick up the phone to get ads going yes Ivanko, we will do this ad yes blue skies we will run that ad again and you and you're not making phone calls then surely something is wrong and it was brought up very early on that these people were inadequate and that for the paper to get its copy to ad ratio back up to what it was these people would have to be removed, which they were pretty much Quebec Corps Company men. Right. The less said, actually, I say about there was relations <laughs> and uh, a bunch of rumor mill kind of stuff that does seem to ring true. But the, the fact of the matter is the, the, the ad department was sorely lacking. So the Montreal Mirror started up in the mid-80s, and it was very much rooted in the music scene. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I mean, I don't know if you agree, but it seems that a lot of the core of the identity of the Montreal Mirror continued until its end recently to be that of music and culture and the arts. How do you, and the, ang- and the Anglophone culture and arts, mm-hmm. how do you think that the folding of this paper is going to impact upon the Montreal music scene? Well, it just, I mean, right now, um, it's going, there's, a, there's, there's this gulf uh, of people who need to advertise, such as as bars like Casa del Popolo, who put on shows, Blue Skies. I mean, I was just at the Melvins show um, at Casa. Was it not? No, no. Uh, Melvins at Casa would be pretty good, though. Corona. Sorry. Corona, right? Um, and it was like compared to when they play Club Soda, it was like half the people. And a bunch of people came up to me going, I can't believe I even found out about this show because I used, used to use, read your, your column. And then I would just kind of gauge what I was going to do from that. Um, so I think, like, it's definitely going to affect shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to affect, like, you know, Moro's running a bar that is a, 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 a show place. I mean, it's certainly, I would think, going to affect that. I think it's going to affect Greenland. I think uh, Eventco, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then, and then there's also the people who aren't a part of that, like the independent bands, like Montreal being such a rich Nobody, community of bands, and like yeah. people waiting for their CDs to be reviewed and ask, perhaps asking you to mention their independent shows and their columns. Yeah, well, and that was my sl- I play in a band. I've always been in a band. I mean, I, I come from that perspective. And... Um, there is, yeah, there's no meet me at the show anymore. There's not really still post. I mean, I don't know what that is. Um, so there doesn't seem to be that form. I mean, still post was actually really great. All you have now is Facebook. And I don't know about you, but whenever I get invites from Facebook, I don't even look at them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like a hassle, you yeah. know? And I mean, but if people want to find out, it was easy for them to go to the, the depth. Mm-hmm. And while they're buying their cigarettes and pick it up and going, oh, okay, I'll just leave through this and figure out what I'm going to do. What is it about holding a paper as compared to? For me, it's like it, it's like it, it, it's a tactile thing, and it, it's um, for me it's similar to reading a book. I mean, I could not. I, I think I've seen somebody trying to read a book on like an iPad or, or I don't know. I'm like a, a luddite, but it's probably an iPad or a tablet or yeah. Something. I mean, that, to me, that's like I, I don't. That's crazy. Um, 
So there's something about like s- sitting down in a chair, or, I don't know, watching your laundry dry. You know, that, that was a big part of our readership, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but there's something to be, it kind of sticks in your head a little bit more. Um, but especially because there's nothing online right now, it, it was pretty important. And then our competition is Voir, and it's just being a music fan, I just can't even, I mean, I'm a ridiculous anglophone, but uh, as well as I'm just like, wow, this is so much yes man stuff. Like, they don't seem to say anything sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, I don't mean to like ditch on them, but it's just not my thing. I'm more into like, underground music and underground culture and it it doesn't seem to fulfill my needs totally i mean like there's that i mean there's a language issue but and there's just the culture of the montreal mirror it's similar to ckut we came up around the same time we have a same like no suck kind of policy when it comes to music and are interested in free jazz and everything so Mm -hmm. i think we've got a lot of um you know people who are have the same feeling who are listening to this right now um there's a lot of people venting about the mirror's demise right now. There's a lot of people online um, talking about saving the mirror. How? What do you think about this? Well, I mean, I think it's. Uh, I mean, do you think it'll I, come? You mean, I didn't go to that march where five people showed up in front of Quebec Corps. I mean, it's like throwing nickels at a, a, a plate of metal, hoping to get through. Um, I, I mean, I'm not into that, but they, 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 there is kind of big news that I should probably uh, tell now that um, there is going to be an online magazine that is going to be launched within the next two weeks. Uh, it's being headed up by Lorraine Carpenter, who was the, the music editor, um, Sasha Jackson, as well as Malcolm Fraser and another person's name. Brendan, who I don't think was part of the paper, but all of the freelancers have been asked to contribute, um, and we're hoping it's going to be a, a, a daily. Things will features will come up daily, and then you know you'll it'll probably have an archive. I'm sure I've, I haven't talked that much about it, but I'm definitely going to be writing my beat for that, um, as well as everybody else. So online at least until it gets up and running i think their eventual plan is to to go to print media Mm -hmm. but that would obviously be years away i would think but uh uh and probably in a small small amounts but uh um, that's the plan right now and that'll be happening in about two weeks and i think that will really help fill that void um, of, of at least documenting, documenting, you know, the Montreal music scene as well as uh, as arts. Do you know the name of that? We they don't have a name yet. This is an email I got. I got an email a week ago from Lorraine saying I really want to make this happen. They did their second meeting today. Um, li- literally, they're just getting their business plan together. But the, I don't think Quebec Corps will be uh, – I don't think they'll be investing in it. And, yeah, there's a lot of talk and a lot of different people s- starting up different projects because they miss the mirror. So um, I'm glad to hear that the core staff, of editorial staff and, and writers will be contributing Yeah, I, because I think, I think the mirror was very well-rounded. Um, you know, I mean, my options with leaving the mirror was like being I'm so lucky that I've been able to write about music and get paid for it. I mean, that's crazy that for 16 years, that's insane. So um, 
My my only, and I think a lot of Lorraine's and a lot of other people's to go outside of the mirror now, and even if you can get a job writing about music, it would be going from writing about Sam Shalabi to having to write about Sam Roberts. And I'm not really slamming Sam Roberts, like he's a good dude, but it's, you know what I mean? That's essentially the options. So it's really nice that we'll be able to keep writing about what we've always been writing about uh, online. I just wish I had they had the Earl that I could tell people now, but it should be within two weeks. That's cool. We'll let pe- we'll let our listeners know. And um, outside of this new online magazine, is there what's what's next for you? For me, I'm looking for a job. Um, I was a freelancer, so there was no EI or anything. So, I mean. We've been talking about the culture, but I mean, there's also a personal thing. Like, the, I, my bread and butter was writing for the mirror pretty much. I mean, I was writing for other people as well as DJing once a month, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but now I'm like going, how am I going to pay August rent? Right. You know, I mean, my, so I mean, that's really where I'm at for the next like three weeks yeah. at least. So. That's what I'm doing. Well, and with 16 years as being a music writer is not really, not an amazing CV, I must admit. <laughs> and welcome back to CKUT 90.3 FM. We are continuing our discussion of the closing down of the Mirror magazine. And we have Chris Barry online with us, who have been writing for Mirror for the past 10 years. Good morning, Chris. Are you there? Uh, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Great. Thank you. Thank you for waking up so early to be with us this morning. And I would just like to start by saying that here at CKUT, all of us were pretty much devastated uh, to hear this past June 22nd that Amir has just put out its last issue. And... uh, and just the kind of uh, gap that this would create in the information in Montreal about English arts and culture and music. I mean, the, the mandate of the mirror is very close to the CKUT mandate. So um, would you start by talking about how the mirror magazine got started? Well, I mean, the Mirror magazine was started a little bit before my time, although I was around. What was that, like 85 I started it? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Sanger and what's your face, Catherine and all those people, um, Julian Feldman. Um, they did it with a grant, basically. I think it was a, like a, a like a twenty thousand dollar arts grant. Um, because there, you know, again, there had been no English, there had been no English Weekly here prior to that. In fact, you know, and every and and no one had, people had tried, like in the eighties, early eighties, late seventies, like there was Blow Up was a similar sort of magazine but you know lasted a year and nobody could preview was there for a little while in the 80s and then of course hour and stuff so uh, nobody could really get it going until um you know until like the mid 80s when the mirror and then the 90s when when hour came around could make it a viable you know business model but so far as i know and i wasn't privy to the records but um to the actual numbers but i don't think the mirror was actually losing money you know when they closed it down that's really interesting. Why Why do you think they closed down? The official uh, reason given was that the web and the social media sort of killed yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I can't, I you know, I can't really pretend to know what was on their mind. But I mean, it doesn't make sense that the, the whole web social media line doesn't really make sense because you know the Quebecor never really gave us the resources to uh, 
to to uh, pursue the web the web you know the mirror website was always really lame you know and and those of us in editorial i mean we're always aware of it and there was definitely pressure on quebec Arts to sort of you know work the website a little better and, and monetize it but um they weren't particularly interested although i in doing that although i you know i can't i have no idea why you know i can only guess right and, and even then i can Mm-hmm. So when when the hour shut down, was that in any way an inkling for the mirror that that you know potentially? Well, in hindsight, I guess it was. Um, in hindsight, um, I mean, and again, I have no, I, I, you know, I really don't know. I mean, none of us, none of us, um, none of us at editorial were given you know much much um, much uh, much of an excuse for why they were, we were closing, why they were closing. So especially those. Freelancers that weren't even in the office that day. So, um, so it's it's uh, it's hard to say. What was mm-hmm. the question again? I'm sorry, I just mm-hmm. woke up. <laughs> uh, don't don't worry, don't worry about it. That's totally I didn't have an answer fine. for your question though. But you were gonna you were saying what was the question? Uh, that yeah, that's fine. You sort of answered it because when uh, both when the, when the hour closed, just um, oh yeah, that's early. it. Oh yeah, yeah. well that's, it. that's right, that's right. But you know, in, in hindsight, uh, maybe that was the writing on the wall because you know some could, could argue that. Uh, That hour and mirror existed to uh, compete with one another, mm. and with hour no longer being in the picture, perhaps uh, you know the, our, our corporate masters uh, decided that it wasn't really necessary to have the mirror anymore, at least as far as in that battle with Transcontinental. Um, so perhaps it was a writing on the wall. Uh, although you know theoretically, you would figure that it would only have strengthened the mirror because um, you know there would be like literally no competition, not not so much for readers, but just for ad dollars, you know. Right. Um, but I, again, uh, you know, so so I guess ultimately, you know, maybe it was, uh, uh, there was some important in, uh, in, in hours closing with respect to the mirror. But uh, I, I certainly didn't, see, I wasn't thinking along those lines when they closed. Right. I just thought it was bad because, you know, the mirror hour is always good. For years, you know, <laughs> you can always sit around and say, yeah, you don't like my work, or I'm going over to hour. That's or hilarious. Versa, you know, but yeah. you can't do it, you know, but. Yeah. You know, that was always, always um, So you've been writing for the Mirror for the past 15 years. Uh, would you tell our listeners a little bit what you were writing about? What was your column? Or uh, well, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I wrote, I mean, I, I wrote literally hundreds and hundreds, or maybe even thousands of stories for the Mirrors over the year. I mean, everything from, uh, you know, book and film and music reviews to, you know, celebrity interviews and news stories and editorials and all kinds of nonsense. Um, but I mean, I have my column, right? My uh, people column, which is at the front of in the news section, where it's sort of a sort of irreverent profiles of um, local luminaries, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but, but you know, what was beautiful about the mirror, the nicest thing about the mirror, um, and I think most of people that were writing there, uh, certainly for some a writer like myself, um, was that. You know, it, you could write it, you could really, you could get away with almost anything there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the column, the way I, my column, the way I wrote it, um, there really wouldn't be too many other publications that I, where I could, you do that column the same way, um, and it would still be good, you know, like everybody, many publications, not all of them, um, and hopefully, um, I think I'll be bringing that column elsewhere anyways, but, uh, But, you know, most places, you know, you wouldn't be able to make those jokes that I got in there. You know, you could you could make jokes of a child molestation or whatever. You know, you just can't do that in, in you know, in the Globe and Mail. 
where the mayor understood that, and it was you know it was a really good. I, I think it's that it was that kind of thing that made it a better than average all weekly. You know, I mean, and I, I you know I, I travel a lot, and of course I always checking out the all weeklies in in every um, in every city I go to, and and uh, you know I, I've never I, I've yet to come across one that I felt was as, as strong as the mayor, as good as the mayor. Um, even if they had more resources, you know, they may have the resources to break like news stories and stuff like that, where we didn't have that kind of money. Um, it was never at our disposal. But you know, the the attitude and the tone of the mirror uh, was really quite irreverent and and, um, uh, and kind of punk, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you don't, you know, so many of the so many of uh, the all weeklies in this world. Uh, like the, the way the, the when fact the mirror was like this when it started out were always these very you know sort of politically correct kind of vehicles uh you know that just didn't have room for uh, alternative uh, alternative viewpoints you know god forbid just like throw something out that might be considered a libertarian or right wing argument you know Right. So you're sort of touching up on my next question, uh, which was, what do you think that the loss of Montreal Mirror would mean in like the publication landscape of Montreal for like the Anglophone arts, yeah. culture, opinions, and so? Well, on? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, it's it's it sucks. It's it's, it's definitely a hit. Um, you know, that's what I you know keep saying. You know, like as much as it sucks for you know us writers to suddenly be out of work with no notice. You know, I mean, the mirror. To a lot of us freelancing over there, the mayor was our primary source of income, you know, I mean, it was our job. Um, so as much as that sucks for us, you know, I think everybody, you know, when we talk about it, agrees that it's even worse for the city, you know, it's like, um, it's a, it's a real, um, it's a real loss. And I don't know what will, what will, uh, move into, to take its place. There's a lot of talk, you know, people, you know, a lot of people discussing it. And I mean, and there is, you know, it seems to be a hole in the market. Um, you know, as I said before, I, I don't believe, and I don't, I don't know for sure, but I don't believe that the mayor was actually losing money mm. uh, when when they folded. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, the profits weren't growing, mind you, but I don't believe it was losing money. So I would think, you know, perhaps someone will step in and 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 take it, you know, to run with it, you know, mm-hmm. grab and run. There's obviously a hole in the market, and I mean, you know, but. You know, it's easier said than done. You know, it requires you know, obviously, I mean, you know, just take a brain surgeon to re- brain surgeon <laughs> doesn't take a, a an MBA student to know that you know it requires a lot of money to get one of these things to get something that's just off the ground, um, and you have to do it right too. You know, I mean, you want to have you know, uh, you know, you want to have good writers and you want to do it well, and that and a you know, and a vision is not always you know not always not that not always that easy. And you know, if you don't have you know, if you don't have those things, if you don't have good writers and you know, and an intelligent editorial staff, um, you know, along with you know, uh, people are people won't want to read it. You know, still, I mean, if it's free, you pick it up. It's still got to be, you know, still got to be good, right? Or it's just mm-hmm. can't be bothered. So um, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, obviously. Uh, you know, and, and whether that vehicle ends up being an online thing or print, um, it, it's kind of tricky. You know, everyone talks about, you know, Quebec or even talking about everything moving over to digital. Well, I mean, there's truth to that. But I, and I, but I, you know, I, I, but my eyes always under the impression that many, many, many people read the mirror when they're on the bus or in the metro or, you know, or just waiting around for something. And there's a copy of it lying around or on the seat beside you in the metro. Yeah, um, and that kind of stuff. You know, I don't know that people are going to be doing that. You know, on on their iPhones. 
I mean, there's definitely know, something about picking up your copy of Mirror every two weeks and just, you know, checking the listings or reading the articles and just, yeah, and not well, everybody has access to social media in this city as well. Well, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what's what's next for you? Mm. Well, I don't know. There's uh, the Jacques Bridge is, uh, is, is is appealing, you know. Oh boy! That, I mean, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, there's that. I don't know. I might even make a bigger set. I might take take a few people down with me. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've you know I don't have any arms at the moment, but right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know. I mean. Uh, you know. I. You know. I mean. I have some other. Fortunately, you know. Like and I write the Fedors. Uh, Mm-hmm. Travel guide uh, to Montreal every year, so I'm doing that right now. So I do actually have some work, so I'm not totally like sort of ah all of a sudden. Um, and I've been uh, in discussion with a couple of places that actually that that would like to that have expressed interest in picking up uh, my people column. So um, that'll probably be settled or not um, this week. So you know, so I'll continue that. I'll continue to do that column elsewhere, and of course, let people know. Um, and, you know, and again, there's, you know, I keep hearing, you know, bits, things here and there of other people, um, you know, looking to start up the mirror and of equivalence. And, you know, so I don't know if, if something like that will happen and if I'll get involved in it. But mm-hmm. basically, I'm looking for work. So right. anyone out there, yeah. all you people, all the millions of people that I profiled over this year, so always called me up and said, oh, Chris, thank you so much. So many people got in touch with me after reading your stupid column. Um I'm looking for work now, or just uh, maybe I'll open a pay uh, a PayPal uh, a web page and just have PayPal donations to me. Well, there you go. Well, we're definitely wishing you the very best. And is there anything else you would like to get out to Montreal about this or anything else right now that I just uh, didn't think of asking you? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head tomorrow, but um, you know, my my brain is not uh, moving too quickly. <laughs> right. uh, as as it's only it's only. Uh, been conscious for about 25 minutes so um and i'm a slow riser um so no that's it i just you know just you know i mean express like whatever else expresses it's a real you know it's a real shame uh, you know the mirror um you know uh in, in my humble opinion it was a, it was a really good uh all weekly and something that the city could have been proud of you know i was telling someone just yesterday that i don't know that the mirror would have necessarily worked in another city, you know, the mirror with its attitude. Like, I don't know, like, you know, look at the, how different it is from now in Toronto, just in its tone and its attitude. It's just, you know, there's just, you know, it's a sense of humor, which, you know, now doesn't have, you know, like so many always. Like, so I think that's the reflection on the city that, you know, that the mirror was very popular here and people really liked it. And people were like, you know, I mean, they devoted, I mean, but as devoted as you can be to a, like a local newspaper, you know, there were real, you know, I mean, look how upset people are that it's closed, you know. Definitely. Um, I mean, I know it's, you know, they're upset just because, of the, you know, because they were just upset one hour closed as well because it's a loss of, a, you know, an important cultural, dare I say, institution. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's really too bad, it's, you know, it's really too bad. So we'll, you know, but hopefully uh, if someone else does pick it up, or just runs with, you know, sees that hole in the marketplace and runs with it, that they'll have a similar vision and uh, it'll be another weekly that the city could be proud of. Well, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We're really appreciating you waking up and, you know, sharing. Well, it's my pleasure. You know, I gotta get up, I gotta, gotta hit the pavement. All right. Go down to Emploi, Quebec, and, uh, and go through their files. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. You're welcome, Tamara. My pleasure. Bye. See you later.